Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. Every week we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. Now in this episode we're speaking to head boy at Hobridge, Oliver. Oliver is going to tell us all about his role and responsibilities as head boy, how he looks out for fellow students and how he balances his own education with his school duties. But we'll also learn about Oliver as a pupil, the kind of subjects he enjoys, what sports he's currently participating in, and his plans for secondary school and beyond. So come with me now as we step into this conversation with head boy, Oliver. Well, today we're heading for an interesting chat with an older pupil at Hobridge School. Please excuse the dreadful pun, but I'm delighted to be joined by Oliver, who's the head boy. Good morning. Hello. Now, how did it feel when you were told that you had been selected to be head of school for this year? Well, I was very pleased at first because, of course, everyone wants to be head boy. But after, I was actually quite shocked because Avraj, who's a deputy, I thought he would get it because he's one of the most polite boys you would know. But my family were really pleased. Everyone around me was pleased. Great. Now, you said at first, we'll explore that a bit in a moment, but tell me what the selection process is. How do you become head of school? So I think all of the year eight pupils, Mr Arnott, asked us to vote and we had to send a letter to Mr Webster about if we want to be head boy, deputy, prefect, house captain. And then the teachers, they all voted as well. Gosh. So before you sent that letter to Mr Webster, did you think about it long and hard? Yes, a couple of days thinking about it and then I wrote it. Okay, and then to know, obviously, that all your peers and the staff have voted for you, that must have made you your chest puff out in pride. Yeah, because it's just good to know that my friends also believe that I could be head boy as well as the teachers. Right, so everybody believes in you. Yeah. You had the courage to write the letter and you now are settling into the role. Is there anything so far that you found either to be difficult or different from from what you expected it to be? I think speeches, they're not my strongest part, but I've definitely settled into them and become more confident over, over the year. And what, what's your actual role? What sort of things do you have to, to do as the, the head boy? So I've got duties, which I just have to go around the school checking that all, all the year eights and year sevens are doing their job. And then I have to do speeches at open morning, remembrance service and the valedictory dinner at the end of the year. So do you find that some of the younger folk at Hobridge School treat you slightly differently now as you walk around with that badge on? Yes, definitely. They they all come up to me and my friends asking for high fives, <laughs> wanting to play with us. And and that does that, that weigh heavily? Does it make you act slightly differently than you did before? Not really, but it makes me more active, so I'm not just with my friends, I'm with everyone in the school. Are you a bit of a celebrity now? You have to be a bit more cautious about what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, now, you've got two deputies. I think you mentioned one of them. How have you, all, all the three of you, if you could just mention your deputies and tell me how you've been working as a team? So, Angus and Avroj are my two deputies. They're both very good. So, this morning we have had open morning. We worked together. We were taking parents from the car park to the Performing Arts Centre. And we've done remembrance service together. And we've organised year eight pupils going to pre-prep to spend time with them. 
So no fallings out so far? No, not yet. You're good collaborators, are you? Yep. Okay. So now, being in year eight, you're very near the end of your time at Hobridge School. Tell me when you started at the school. I started in reception, which was nine years ago. Yeah, so quite a long time. So just let's go back and tell me about your first memories of the school, walking through those gates. It was actually my first day, and it was my birthday. <laughs> so, And in pre-prep, on your birthday, you go up to the front, and everyone sings you a song, the birthday song. So yeah, that would be my first memory. That must have been quite a big thing for someone yes. when you just started. Yeah. yeah, it was. And did that little person who was being sung happy birthday to ever think that they'd get to the head of school? No. Was it something you thought about as you went through the school? Did you, did you look up to the other heads of school and think, oh, I'd quite like to do that? Yeah, my brother was a uh, deputy, so I did look at that. And then, yeah, I've always looked up to the head boys. So one better than your brother, I bet that went down yes. well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so when you look back at your time, what's your sort of favourite part of the school? Where, where do you like to go? If you have a choice where you go and makes you feel the happiest, most content? Maybe the sports field. Yeah, I'm quite a sporty person. And, and looking forward, do you, will you be sad? Yes, yeah, because only two of my friends are going to my next school. So that will be different. And, and do you have, is it, are you apprehensive about it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. What do you think when you look back over all this time, what do you think you'll miss most about Hobridge School? Probably all the teachers, because they're always willing to spend their break times, lunch times, helping you if you're struggling in lessons. What about the academic side of life? What, what have you enjoyed? What have you endured? <laughs> well, I've enjoyed most of it. There have been a few break times which I've spent in the classrooms doing work that I don't want to do. But otherwise, it's, it's been good. I've done 11 plus and I'm doing common entrance right now. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. So what subjects do you excel in? What, what do you enjoy? And actually, who are the people who've taught you over the years? Do you have some fond memories of teachers? I, I like geography. That is probably my favorite subject. And Mr. Peel, who's also my form teacher, He's really nice. And then Mrs. Williams, who was my old maths teacher, is also really nice. So are there any subjects where you, when you were a young person, you, you thought, I'm never going to like this, and then you really surprised yourself? I would probably say history, because I'm not great at remembering stuff, so dates, places, is not that great. But Mr. Arnold has helped me, and yeah, I'm getting better and I'm enjoying it. So how has he helped you with that? He's just, the way he teaches is just really fun and enjoyable and everyone gets involved. And it's not like you're just sitting there listening to him. You're all involved with him. So you can imagine things more and, and that yeah. presumably helps you to remember dates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's talk about sport, which you love. What do you play and where have you got to in the sporting ladder? I play cricket and hockey. Yeah, I play hockey for the United Kingdom. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you, the under... Under 13. Under 13, well done. And how hard is that? It's quite hard. We have to drive to Nottingham, which is, is always fun. And then, yeah, just good. So if you're playing for the under 13s, do you have any, as you looked at the head boys as they went through the school, do you have any aspirations to play hockey full time? I would probably say I actually prefer playing cricket. But yeah, any sport, I'll happily play 
later in life. And do you think what you're learning from being head of school will give you any help in future or perhaps with your sport? Is there anything you're picking up that you think, actually, this might help me? Yeah, actually how to like deal with teammates that aren't having a good day because some people don't want to do stuff and you just learn how to deal with that and try and make them improve even if they don't want to. And do you find that that's quite a big thing that you've got to do with head of school, that you've got to look out for those people that perhaps don't want to talk to teachers, don't want to even talk to their own friends? Are you sort of constantly looking out for people that you might be able to help? Yeah, the people that just want to be on their own. You try and get them involved with everyone. How do you do that? It's quite hard, isn't it? It is. Uh, you just got to talk to them, play with them, and then just try and get them involved with some games and stuff. So how long have you been head of school now? Since September. Oh, so a bit of time. So have you yep. ever found yourself in a situation where you're kind of, you've got a pupil that you're looking after and you've got the staff and you're kind of the middle and you're kind of do a bit of mediation? Have you found any of that yet? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Can you give me any examples? Yeah, so... Without naming names. <laughs> yeah, so it was in, I think, October and there was one boy who didn't want to play with his friends because they just kind of fallen out and then yeah. the teacher didn't quite understand what was happening so I just had to kind of explain to the teacher what had happened. And was it a nice feeling when you got it resolved? Yes it was yeah. Excellent yeah and presumably that can, can knock on have a knock-on effect when you actually go to your next school can't it? So. Yeah. So do, do you know where you're going yet or are you still Running, writing away with your entrance exam. Uh, hopefully I'm going to Charterhouse. Wow, gosh. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So lots of hard work to put in at the moment. Yes, there is. And how are you balancing that with your head of school duties? I would say last year, in year seven, I focused more on academic work. But this year I focused more on just school life and just having fun. Now, I understand that one of your final jobs, I think you mentioned it, is going to make a speech at the... Val I can see your body language here. At <laughs> yeah. the annual valedictory dinner. Have you thought about what you're going to say? I can see you're really, really looking forward to it, not. <laughs> uh, I haven't thought too much, but Mr Arnold and uh, all the teachers have said, include that in your speech at the end of the year. And, yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll get thinking... So what did Mr Arnott say you should include? Mr Arnott said I should include, at the beginning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and, fogs and frogs and fairies, which... Frogs and fairies, OK. Yeah. Where does that come from? I'm not quite sure, actually. You're going to have yeah. to do a bit more research on that. Yes, yes. So, so do you think you're going to go for a Boris Johnson-type speech, or a Churchill, or a bit more relaxed? What about an Obama speech? What kind of speech are we looking for? I think quite a relaxed, try and quite funny, going to try and aim for. Yeah, so you're, you're pitching it at the comedic at the moment. And yeah. why, why do you have to make this speech? I mean, what, what, what are you supposed to be saying? I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> it's not soon, I hope. It's not tomorrow. No, no, it's at the end of the year. Okay, so, so you've got time on your hands. Yeah, I've got time. So is there anything, do you, do you have to thank people? Is it sort of an Oscar-type speech? Are you saying thank you to all my friends, family, teachers? I think there'll be a bit of that, but also just re-reminding uh, ourselves of all the memories at Hobridge and then what we're going to do next at our next schools. 
Now you you've spoken very fondly of your two deputies. One thing I do wonder is when you become head of school, what do your friend what are your friends like to you? Do they change? Are they different? Some some of them don't change, but there are others who say I can't do anything bad, can't do anything, has to be perfect. Yeah, they just just joke around with it. And you take that in good part, hopefully. Yes, yes. Fantastic. So just to sum up, really, when you do your speech, and perhaps I can help you with your speech here, uh, give me three things, three kind of real emotions, real thoughts that come to mind. If I say to you, Hobridge School, give me three things that will sum it up. I'm writing your speech for you here. Oh, probably happiness would be the first thing. Because? Because everyone's happy. Break is going on outside and everyone's smiling at the moment. And then the second thing would probably be success, because I don't know many people that haven't got into their schools that they've aimed for at Hobridge. And then the third one probably be togetherness, because everyone's a community here and everyone is friends with everyone and everyone knows everyone. Lovely. What a nice way to end our chat today. And I've given you three things for your speech. Just have to play back the podcast and there it is. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Oliver, it's been great to speak to you today. Good luck with the rest of your term. Very good luck with your common entrance exams. Thank you. And any interviews you have. And uh, good luck to your future. Thank you. So that was Oliver, head boy at Hobridge School, talking all about his role in school, his time as a pupil and his own plans for his future. Thank you, Oliver, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It's really good hearing from you. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.